your podcast. Welcome to episode 187 of the bi-quarterly mid-off cricket podcast. <laughs> mid-off because by midway through the year, you'll probably want to switch <laughs> off. Uh, I'm your host, the man from the right side of the Murray River, come good Mick, and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Next up is the man that Chris Rogers modelled his game on. Welcome, David. <laughs> You're right, Ross. <laughs> it's just good stuff finding me. Taking a hundred. Finally, a fucking drive yeah, by. Yeah. 186 episodes before this good stuff on the 187. Thanks, Ross. 187 on a motherfucking cop. Rice McGain. Welcome, Alex. Hello, everyone. <laughs> oh, cracker. It's been a long time between leg breaks uh, for me on this <laughs> podcast. I welcome us all back into the podcasting frame. Over to you, Mick. And lastly, I don't think Ross is going to like this one as much. But anyway, he's, he's the podcast resident running, cunning running guru. Welcome, Ross. Yeah, lucky he's packed that out correctly. Oh, no, I was no. going to say, I would have thought someone like... Um, Travis Head. But <laughs> you. <laughs> you did hit a long ball. Baby. You hit a long ball when you hit one back in the day. Uh, once, yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm not sure you go at the same cracking pace as Travis Head does, Roscoe. But, yeah. No, that's true. It's true. He's flavor of the month, isn't he? Getting out in the 90s, all this jazz, hoo-ha. What a fucking loser for doing that. He's the that, fastest number five in Australian test history or some bullshit. He's got wow. the most or some crap. Is there an international cricketer so that modelled their game on Ross, which would be you're reasonably quick but erratic and then decided to slow your bowling down to half rat pace in the last year of your career for no reason whatsoever? Yeah, it's called Steve Harms. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe like, um, I mean, without the batting, obviously, but Shane Watson, he lost half the speed he bowled at halfway through his career for no reason. Mm, true. Studios. This is a tight ship production. No, it is allegedly not. brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. Alrighty, so there's been a bit going on because we haven't done a podcast for a little <laughs> bit. So uh there's been a test series start and finish in that time. There's been another <laughs> test start and finish in that time. And we've had eight matches or seven matches of BBL come and go as well. No, so, no. Uh, seven already. It's yeah, only yeah, go for three eight. days, hasn't it? Yeah. The um, my podcasting app Mick tells me that we lasted an episode twenty seven days ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's yeah. gotta be a record. So we, we missed one. all righty so we'll start off with the australian test summer which began in perth about three weeks ago i think it was was on that 27th day ago um 27th day of christmas so the aussies would be hosting the west indies um in that series for the frank worrell trophy as we know um so the aussies would have a bat first they would make four for 598 before they would declare. Marnus will get a double ton. Steve Smith will get a double ton, not out. Um, it was Craig Brathwaite, the skipper, giving himself a bowl, as all good skippers should, to get two for 65. Dominated and Kyle Mays would take one for 39 to be the pick of the West Indian bowling. There was some absolute fucking tripe being rolled out <laughs> in that fucking innings. Um, yes, in, there was. in reply, the Windies will get rolled for 283. Once again, it was a skipper, Craig Brathwaite, making 64. And the young man, uh, Tangerine, Mandarine, Chanderpaul, will get 57. <laughs> uh, apparently, he likes to be called Brandon. I don't know how the fuck you get what? Brandon out of Tangerine or whatever his fucking name is, but good luck to him. Hello, Brandon Chanderpaul. Um, 
So, pick of the bowlers, and Paddy Cummins would take three for 34, and Mitch Stark would take three for 51 to continue his retirement tour, Roscoe. Yeah, that's because um, Shiv Chandipal is often seen as the Bruce Lee of West Indian cricket. So, the Aussies would be cowardly and not enforced. So, Pat Cummins would continue the New South Wales captaincy cowardice by not following on. And Australia would bat again, get two for 182. Marnus would get a ton. Dave Warner would make 48 and then throw his fucking wicket away. Knock me down with a feather. Uh, so, it was Kemo Roach to get one for 30. He's still fucking going. And yeah, Roston Chase, possibly the worst spinner in the history of spinners, get oh. one for 31. Yes, Roscoe. Jump in there. Roston Chase, I remembered that name. He used to bat like five or something and be like their fifth bowler. Like they play four pacemen, he'd be the change up. Like he's not a he's not a bowler. He's a he's a batsman who bowls a bit. What's wrong with oh. Rakeem? Yeah. The dream no. Corbell. Like he bats no. he scores heaps of runs in the CPL all the time. Yeah. Can uh, bat, played yeah. test, got wickets. Don't get it. They had um, what's his name, Jason Holder at six, which is fair enough. His batting's very, very good. Yeah. Um, it sort of made sense, but why they had Boston Chase as well as a like a oh, I don't know, just play play four bowlers. I mean, it's meant to be a bonus having an all rounder. It's not meant to make your team just selection completely muddled in the head. Yeah, but they no, just need just, to pick no. a fuck. Like you said, pick if it's not routine, go into your first class system. And find the spinner who seems to be taking the most fucking wickets and pick him. And if Roston Choice is is so Roston Chase is the answer to that, well then you're fucked. It's basically that <laughs> simple. <laughs> By a spinner, <laughs> I don't think you know. Is the dream Rakeem the dream would have made too much difference to the result of the series, but no. I think it's a better selection. At least than... it's his discipline. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I think with Roston Chase. He's a bit, it's, it seems to me like the Michael Bevan thing, where oh, you can bowl. No, but it's, no, Jeez, Bevan's bowling was shit. I don't know how he got any wickets. It was fucking putrid. It was so highlights. Half track a full toss. Half track a full toss. Someone yeah. miscues a full toss to the squealing boundary against the West Indies. Yeah, I know. How? Well, I couldn't read left arm wrist spin. I suppose it doesn't take the. Doesn't take the pressure off the quicks because he comes on no. and he just gets carded, so he can't bowl for yeah. a long time. No, but it's really weird. I didn't hear enough from the West Indian commentators about. He was definitely batting like five and six and stuff in previous series, and then he's come out here as the, the spinner batting today. It's like, hang on, this bloke was uh, number five, number six batsman who bowled like Travis Head. Yeah. Well, even a bit more frequently than Travis Head, who's their fifth bowler. Before the series started, yeah. I was listening to, I forget his first name, Cooper, uh, West Indies. Hang on, Barry. Oh, you mean, you mean. Um, Not Cooper. Bloody hell, Cooper. fuck this Cooper. Carl Cooper. Carl Cooper. Carl Cooper, the man himself. <laughs> Carl Cooper. Um, and he was saying you know, they, they previously had put in, like, you know, fitness. Levels and selection, like you had to hit certain criteria to get selected, which makes sense. It's your freaking national or your multinational side, the pinnacle, so you can't be a slob. But they also then went and picked like Rakeem and other people who didn't fit that criteria, and they were like, Oh, the criteria is there as a guideline, um, but certain people can be exempt from it. And then he's like, Well, they just don't do that. He was also saying, um, Before the series started, I don't know why they've picked Roston 
as the frontline spinner. I think that's a mistake. They needed to pick Rakeem or someone who is an actual spinner. Yeah. So that was spoken about. Um, and I'll vote Roston in that first innings because I didn't have it in my notes, but I've gone and looked it up. So the, so they the Aussies faced 152, nearly 153 overs for that 600, basically. Yeah. He bowled 31 overs, so he did bowl a fair chunk of overs. He went for none for 140. He went at four and a half. So, like, if he goes at three, you're like, yeah, it's not too bad. Like, I know he didn't take any wickets, but it's actually not too bad. But he can't go at a buck. He can't go at nearly fives. Like, and they've got to use him because they need to rest the other spinners. That's the only reason Brathwaite bowled himself was because he couldn't, he had to, like, rest the quicks. I think it was weird. It it feels like to me that that, because Holder previously, and I haven't followed Jason Holder, that closely, but previously he batted eight and was in you know, yeah. world's best number eight, made a double ton batting at eight. It seemed like for some reason they wanted him at six. And it's like that old English feeling where they used to put Flint off at six, even though his batting wasn't strong enough. And then they'd have Giles at eight, whose bowling was shit, but his batting was better. Like it just was all that muddled thinking to me. Yeah. Of like, like, why not just have Roston at six, Holder at seven, Keeper yeah. at eight, and three bowls? Like, you still got five bowling options. It's just you know, bizarre. But yeah, so um, so the Windies are bad again, trying to protect the, trying to get a draw, which they did not get. They get rolled for three hundred thirty-three in the fourth innings. The skipper Craig Brathwaite would make one hundred and ten, and our man Roston Chase would make fifty-five. So uh, it was it was Nate Lyon who did the damage, taking six for one twenty-eight, and turning yeah, good far summer. more than he ever deserves to turn a ball in some of those fucking. On that deck, but um, had a good buddy summer so far, old mate. He's turning it like a foot, yeah. like it's insane. But um, go back the clock, had two stinkers in a row there. It took about yeah. 18 months to get to 400 wickets. He's on 390 for about yeah, 12 and a half months, but anyway, good on him. But wish um, him all the best, yeah. So, totally. he's been by 164 runs. Um, yeah, so Brathwaite looks like he can play test cricket, Chandler looks like he can play test cricket. And there's not many after that in that in that side, unfortunately. Holders all right, some are all right, but it's yeah. just there's in that side. Even Chanderpaul was okay. There's there's no one you're looking at going right. We start with him, we build a side around him. There's just, yeah, no. uh, they don't have that unfortunately. And the problem is, is like, it's like, it's, like the, it's the old English problem, you know. The really good athletes and always want to go play soccer because there's more money. They got the problem they got in the West Indies. They want to go play basketball, or like, or the American colleges come down. They recruit them and take them up there and try to teach them to play American football and all this stuff because they're such great athletes. And and the money's not there in West Indies. Like like Brian Lara was talking about in the commentary. Like they, like I think they, they like he roughly you can't take you take it with a grain of salt. But he mentioned something along the lines of like. The West Indian, the best West Indian player would be getting about a third of what the Aussies were getting. Which I think that's pretty right. Yeah, but it's like, Jesus. No wonder they can't fucking. No wonder these guys like Gale and all that fuck off and go play T20 around the world because yep. that's the only yeah. way they make money. I think Gale got played 100 test matches, though, I suppose. Yeah, just, yeah, he, but he's he sprinkled in. Now they're that fucking bad. Yeah, that's good point. Good point. Yeah. He's only 43, so. Do a, put his hand up, Woody style. I'll come back and save everyone. <laughs> Mate, from what I saw, the person who should have been doing that is Brian fucking Lara, from what I saw. <laughs> him facing Rashid Khan in that fucking, in that net they had. Jesus Christ. Was he belting him? I haven't seen it yet. He, was, he was belting him everywhere. It looked like he hadn't fucking stopped playing ever. Like, it looked like he was still 30. He still looks in good Nick the Prince, oh, doesn't he? He does too, yeet. Fucking, doesn't, doesn't some, look like um, he's aged. 
West of Outrageous Kit on the TV commentary as well. <laughs> I'm loving it. When you're Brian Lara, you can do whatever yes. you want. I think. Wear whatever you I think like. That's, I think that is the lesson. That's the biggest <clears throat> lesson out of this summer so far. Yep. When you're Brian Lara, you can do whatever you want. But if you're Brian Charles, you can do yeah. whatever you like. But, um, man, the match was minus. Obviously, double ton the ton will get you that most. Uh, Trav had robbed again. King <laughs> 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 Travis. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It was a good two for 25, so it was a bit stiff. <laughs> um, so from Perth, uh, we headed to Adelaide, where three yeah, we quarters did. of the podcast went and had a look. So That's right. That's why we missed the last episode, wasn't it? That's why we didn't record. Just doing research, fellas, you know. Mm. Can't be everywhere all at once, you know. Can't be down at the cafe. And be researching on Wikipedia or podcast. Can't at the be Susso. At the same time. Yeah. Susso. Uh, drinking pints at the Susso and, and podcast. It can't be done. At the, at the cathedral or at the cath. Oh, what a yeah. pub. We should do a podcast for Adelaide pubs. Sorry, Mick. All right. Yeah, that'll be a branch off podcast, Adelaide pubs. Yeah. You guys, you guys can do that one. Once we get to 188, you can do whatever you want. So, so uh, the Aussies are bat first again. They'd make another 500, uh, seven down declared. Just to prove how bad this West Indies bowling attack is, Travis Head would make 175. King Travis. Cameron did everyone a favour and ran him the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> Marnus would make 163. Um Pick of the West Indies was Devin Thomas with two for 53. On um, in reply, the West Indies get rolled for 214. Chan Paul with top score with 47. Uh, Nate Lyon would take three for 57. And more or less, Mick Nessa would take two for 34. Um, so the Aussies were bad again. They make 199 declared. Who's going to get 45? Travis get 38, not out. Alzari Joseph would get three for 33. Joey. Uh, West Indies would then get rolled for 77 in the oh, second gig. Chandler Paul with top score with 17. <laughs> but it was our man, the ball master, Scotty Bolan, would take three for 16 to take his test average to about 10 or something ridiculous <laughs> like that. And more or less, the McNess would get three for 22. A couple of bloody good catches from Kerry standing up to the Hobbs, too, for Nessa. That one of Nessa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, win by 419 <laughs> runs. Man um, of the match was Scott Boland by the Mid-Off podcast, but it was actually uh, <laughs> King Trav, <laughs> the King of North Adelaide, yeah. King uh, of Bel Air. Quick one there, Mick. Um, that um, triple wicket maiden is what um, Scott Boland did yes. in that game. Yes. Um, and there were hearty cheers for him, but the the loudest cheers when we were there, and it was incredibly loud. Let me tell you, I was Adelaide just, Oval. So I thought I had um, tinnitus after coming back from Adelaide. Uh, the loudest cheers were for Mick Nessa, and uh, the cheers were so loud they carried through from the moment he took his first wicket. People were still cheering when he took his second wicket. It was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. But yeah, if, I, if I hadn't been there. I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't have believed it. makes no sense because he's not South Australian. Like, it's weird. <laughs> no, but he, we worked at his done yeoman service at the Adelaide Strikers. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he's a South African born, so they take them in as their uh, own. Yeah. That's when Perth kicks them out for being especially racist from South Africa. They go to Adelaide. Yeah. I've got yeah. another question, fellas. Does anyone know the um, email address for the West Indies so I can get my 30 bucks back? <laughs> 
ticket I paid for on the last day. Are you happy to lose the seven dollar booking fee despite oh, having to buy it at the gate? That like, was yeah, that... fuck. No wonder no one's going to the cricket. Thirty dollars, please. Can I have a receipt? Yes, thirty-seven dollars on the receipt, point, mate. So... Oh, mate, Mick, I couldn't believe it. You walk up to the ticket window. Get your ticket, and they charge you seven bucks for the privilege on top of what the ticket costs yeah. you as a booking fee. I didn't uh, book anything; I just bought you the ticket. Book it. You walked up and bought yeah. it. Oh, that was booked I booked it here to get here on time. It's a seven dollar piece of paper, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> Printed on a seven dollar note. <laughs> <laughs> just charge me thirty-seven bucks and don't tell me it's a booking fee. You yes. Yeah, well, that's Oh, God. 37's that's... a reasonable price for a day of test oh, cricket, I yeah. think. Just charge it, that. But not when it should be 30. If the day goes for more than oh, now. Look, <laughs> I've, spent, I've spent more money watching a movie than that. And, we, you know, a movie goes for 1.5 hours, which is however long our West Indies last for that day. Yeah, but hopefully it's, it's fine. a good It's movie. a reasonable price. Stop it's being the title. Hopefully it's a good movie and you get the experience <laughs> of a lifetime, not... Watching oh. fucking uh, Alice Carey up to the pegs to our opening bowler, and these blokes are <laughs> edging it straight to the fucking paper That's... like fucking losers, Gin. Yeah, they are losers. Um, we can both agree on that front. But it's, it is a once in a lifetime experience. No, I'm see. never going to see that live. You'll never again. see no, because, because the West Indies tour here so infrequently, they're coming back next summer for three more. <laughs> Mick yeah, Nessa might not play and Alex Carey might not be up to the stump. <laughs> exactly once in a right. lifetime. See, I will say one thing though that that, that innings. The West Indies warm-up went for longer than the innings. Oh, my time. God. They'd be wrecked after that. Played <laughs> weird soccer volleyball or something. It went for an hour. That's I why reckon. they couldn't bat. They were too fucked. <laughs> <laughs> my lower back's cooked. My hammies are fucked from playing keepy-uppies for an hour and a half. <laughs> what do you reckon the blokes who were out? Because <laughs> they were three for something. Oh, they would have just... They would, don't come <laughs> from the hotel. Don't bother just go go have a late breakfast, go yep. sit in the sauna, go to the pool. Uh, like, we're like, all late breakfast. 2 30 pm start. I reckon those blokes the night before got on a midnight plane to <laughs> just fucked <laughs> off. That's it. Start the long journey back to the West Indies. Four stoppers. All right, good good luck to them. I wish them all the best, yeah. and I look forward to seeing them back here in twelve months' time. Uh, man, to complete the five test series, split over twelve months. For those unique schedule. Shut up, Ross. I'm glad uh, I talked over you, Mick. That's Continue. Right. I said, man, the series is minus while you were talking. Oh, King uh, Travis just absolutely uh, shortchanged yet again. There's really. a vendetta of cricket authorities against yeah, King no, it's, Travis. It's, 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 it's really appalling when someone who looks like shit doesn't get trophies and stuff. Um, alrighty. So, it's a worrying trend, Mick, when that doesn't happen. Yeah. So before we talk about the uh, Brisbane um, test, some interesting stuff happened during this Adelaide test uh, within the media confines of Australian cricket. And that was what we'll call the David fucking Warner saga. So... Um, <laughs> I've got my opinion on this, which I'll happily lay out right now to everyone, and then we can all chip in. But basically, so for those playing at home, been living under a rock, David Warner is still bitching and moaning about his fucking captaincy ban and um, wanted to take it to CA so that he could try and overturn it. CA said, that's fine, but we want the appeal to be public because we want to, we want the Australian public to know everyone you're going to throw under the fucking bus, which personally, I'm all for that because I would have loved to hear who he fucking blamed and tried to get himself out of this. Would have been fucking fantastic. Um, 
His piece, uh, no, let's let's go back. His wife um, would then would then go on radio and defend her lovely, charming fucking husband, and basically talk about how everyone's horrible and everyone's this and everyone's that and rah rah rah. All right, this is the reason I should be CEO of Cricket Australia right now. Yeah, I'm going to lay this out to you, and I'm going to tell you how this all should have been handled right from the Off very fucking start. And we would have avoided this whole fucking thing. Righto. So for all of you who are cricket fans, remember back in the day, Shane Warne, God bless him, was a bit of a fuck up. <laughs> what they used to do was not let him do shit. You know what they didn't fucking do back then? They didn't fucking announce it to the fucking world. They just said, you know what? Between you and me, we're not going to give Shane any fucking captaincy jobs anymore. All right, that makes sense. I won't write it down. I won't fucking tell anyone. So no one will fucking know. <laughs> that is what they should have done here. Same with Smith. They should have done the same. They shouldn't. They should have given. They could have even wanted the twelve month ban just so he matched up with Smith, and then they could just let it go because then he could deep down in his soul could know they're deliberately not giving him jobs, but he would have not nothing fucking based on to say, oh, they're fucking restriction of trade, they're not letting me be a captain, right? Because reality is, no one in their right fucking mind is going to make that prick captain of anything. The only thing he might get a captaincy job is, is with a fucking BBL side. You know what? The side he's played for is the Thunder. They got rolled for 15, so they're fucked. Let him be their fucking captain. It will not fucking matter. But fuck me, Cricket Australia, Nick Hoakley, James Sutherland, whoever's in charge, you are fucking idiots. Plain and fucking simple. Done. What else do we think, boys? Hard to argue with that, to be honest. I think you're right, Mick. There's no need to um, um, go into handing out bans when Cricket Australia have to verify. What's the right word? Verify? Ratify. 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 I don't even know what that word means. No, I know it means like do a check or something. But I think uh, it's lightly grilled on one side, then you put it. Oh, yeah. Way. And then you move it like about it's 45 degrees. So you get the cross. From the movie. Yeah. You get the cross ratification when you just this, move the thing on Has this steak been ratified? Oh, yes. I did it on both sides. <laughs> So, yeah, there was no need to have captaincy bans because the, the old Shane Warne clause, they gave him, a, you know, what did he do, eight one-dayers or ten yeah. one-dayers mm. at one point? And then he just continued to do a few things off the field that uh, they didn't like, so they never gave it to him again. Interesting point to uh, why, who would appoint him? Ian Chappell said uh, it's ridiculous. There's no point in lifting Dave Warner's leadership ban because he's never going to be made captain. That's it. So, yeah, what was the point? Yeah. I mean, the only thing I could think was in this ODIs that we just had these three, just when they made Cummins ODI captain, that might have been where Warner might have thought he might get ODI captain. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because... Um, ODI captain too once, but that didn't happen, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, to, to his credit, like he's been horrendous in the T20 World Cup. What did he make? 50 runs in 44. six hits, 44 oh. and five hits. And then the ODIs, the three against England, he made a ton and a couple of other high scores. So he's made, you know, 250 runs against them in three games. And now he's been terrible again. So maybe he's just putting all his um, power into the ODI format with the thought of the World Cup coming up in uh, less than 12 months' time. But um, yes. Uh, Ian Chappell also said on 3OW Radio in February that Cricket Australia had been incompetent for 60 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. That sounds oh, about... That sounds <laughs> like Ian. Sound him a bit short there, Ian. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ian, I love him. Um, 
my opinion on this is I always um, find it fun when, you know, the people at the elite level of sport act exactly like people at local level, the lowest level of sport. Thing. It is actually my favourite thing. Finch is throwing his shit against them all, saying you yep. shouldn't have wasted everyone's fucking time. It's exactly what people at lower level sport of this sport Oh, do. name one. Being there. Uh, me. <laughs> you know, the, I know what the shape of an end of a bat looks like because I've thrown it into wall. a plaster wall before. <laughs> And um, as a, as a uh, just an end to that um, piece of trivia, yeah. And I took the uh, sign off the wall that was blue tacked up somewhere else and yeah. covered the hole for you. It was a sign said yeah. to make sure everyone cleaned up after the. And then just put it over the top of the hole so no one saw it. You are not the only people that use this room, so please pick up after yourself. Oh, Very great. funny stuff. So the next bloke walks and goes, "That sign's in an odd spot." Oh. Yeah. Yeah, halfway up the wall. So, and this is another addition to the people at the top are just like us. Every cricket side has that person who can't do anything without chaos and drama going on around them. Yeah, That person's David Warner. Um, he can't actually just have a nice, easy, you know, game of cricket. He can't have a nice, easy year of cricket. Some There has to be some controversy where he's involved in. Yeah. He might be the victim or other people might be the victim. It fires but... me up, Alex. You know, it fires oh. me up. <laughs> I like it when people going. talk to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's just he's that guy. And it's like, oh, when I, when I realised that, I was like, oh, that makes sense then. Okay, that's what he's doing. Whipping up this controversy out of fucking nowhere for no reason, but I think that's just how he has to survive in life. I don't think it's ever oh, going to yeah. stop. No, yeah. I agree. He's one of those people who needs to be sort of on edge to get the best out of himself. And look at his well, test. No, no, I don't working. think it's to better himself. I think it's just his personality. Oh, were you making a joke? Or yeah. Good, Al. Yeah, good. I'll talk over your joke with an earnest comment if I can. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just so you know, Alex, ratify means sign or give formal consent to or making it officially valid. There you go. Okay. All right. See, because I thought maybe that the Cricket Australia had to go to someone to ratify their selection. I was like, who are they going to? Mm. You could just say he's captain. Like, you're the guys. Yeah, no, the board has to Yeah, but it's, it's like the coaches can't just go right. Oh, mate's captain. captain. Yeah. So some yeah. fuckwit who's in a Fortescue medals has yeah. to go, yeah, good work. Yeah, good. Some, yeah, what do you ratified. Call, what do you call boards? Fat blokes in high vis. Mm. Yep. Some yeah. fat bloke in Versace or something. Yeah. They're, all on the, on the, they're not on the board of a local cricket competition. They're on the board of Fortescue medals or something. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah, smudge is good. So, yeah. The other thing to come out of this Dave Warner um, one was that the claims from his manager that they were told oh. to do this by oh. someone from Cricket Australia yeah. when they lost the test in, was it Hobart or somewhere? Uh, yeah, I think Someone it was. was swinging the ball everywhere and they go, oh, we think they're doing this. And the Cricket Australia person apparently said, well, why don't you do it too then? And David Warner waited three years and then did it. So, <laughs> um, so Is that... That All comments. I'm saying to Candace is, if someone told him about three years ago to cheat on you, just keep a fucking eye on him this summer. Yeah. Don't yeah. know what he's going to fucking do. <laughs> and if you leave your car keys out and if someone's told him to steal your car, you might be in a bit of strife fucking too. Be he has to do it. Corner. He just has to do it. Yeah. I just want to know what that speech was like from the um from the board member after that test match that it resonated three years later. Yeah, I know. It must have been a powerful fucking speech for him to drag stuck it back out of his soul. Memory. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's... Like molasses on his soul, just stuck on there and just couldn't go away. That's what happens when you listen to a person on the board of Fortescue medals. That's it. <laughs> powerful people. 
<laughs> well, people just stick through there. A lot of bullshit. Um, at the very, at the very least, there's a lot of artistic license with the retelling of that story. I reckon. I reckon they probably would have said, "Have a discussion. How can we play like South Africa did because they smashed us here?" Oh, well, so, you know, what I might have said, we, we, we're going to have to doctor the ball. We can't get it to swing like them. And I I doubt the person would have said, you have to go and do this now. They might have said, well, you know, there's not a gray area. Any other nation, only do it against them. Yes. And yes. make sure the most junior member of the squad is in charge of doing yes. it. Yes, David. I know we've told this joke before, but geez, I can't wait for Dave Warner's book to come out once he retires. I mean, it'll be written in crayon, obviously, but it'll be it'll be one worth reading. Um, it'll be a big one because the text will be massive, so it'll be a lot of pages. And you'll, you'll need special glasses because it'll be it'll be like fucking our old game plans we used to get, where every fucking lent, every sentence will be in different color. Formatted differently. <laughs> red background, yellow writing. Like red crayon, oh, then yellow fuck. fucking crayon. Uh, but it's gonna it'll be a good uh, tell all I reckon because I don't think you'll hold back. I don't think you've got too many mates left around, so you'll just and he's been getting potted like Faf potted him in his latest book. Yeah, it's gonna be a bit of return servant. Yeah, he strikes me the yeah. type of person who has like in the notes on his iPhone. This boat potted me. This like he has like he's ready to go back. I reckon. Yeah, it needs the chaos. Needs the I mean, chaos. He'll obviously just mention that Faf has been done for ball tampering two or three times at the test level, international level. Surely, I mean that'll come out. Oh, yep, but, you know, but that, that, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because no. that, that's like fucking in a towel. So it's all uh, yeah, I suppose there is a difference between a mint and fucking rubbing sandpaper on a ball. But I, uh, I mean, I don't want to get into the sandpaper thing. But they didn't even change the ball, so they couldn't have done that much to it. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. They did cheat, though. That true. And they deserve to die. <laughs> yes, they deserve to die. They hope they burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, pick the eyes out of that. All right, he's been the South Africans. So they've got the next test of the South African three-test series. was uh was up at, up at the Gabba and, uh, this weekend just gone. And it was it was like watching fucking park cricket. A couple of days of fucking, you know, 80 overs. Park cricket semi-final. overs of power. <laughs> so, um, so the word is that um, the curators rocked up to the Gabba on Thursday, I think. And looked out there and went, oh, fuck, we don't have a strip yet. So they got the apprentice to grab the fucking Ryobi line trimmer and go, just do a square and put some lines on, buddy, and we'll be all right. Because <laughs> that thing was green as fuck. The yeah. synthetic wicket I played on last Saturday wasn't as green as that fucking thing in the middle of the fucking gabble was. Like, green mamba. So um, in a move that was a little bit like, oh, it's very un-Australian, Pat Cummins won the toss and elected to have a bowl. Which, uh, yeah, I can understand on that wicket. I probably would th- think about doing the same thing as well. Uh, they would roll the Saffirs for 152 in just under, just over 48 overs. Hmm. Um, there's the keeper Kyle Varane, who looks like the albino guy from Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, End of Days movie. Look that up online <laughs> for yourself, and you'll see. Ah, yes, I remember it well. <laughs> the entire one product, of the all time classics. Gabriel Byrne plays the devil. Fucking magnificent casting. What's um, it called again? Uh, End of Days. It's one of the last I, will, I will look that one up. One of the last movies he did before he became governor. Um, uh, so, hello, um, governor. Kinsman Bavuma would also get thirty-eight. Um, Nate Lyon would get three for fourteen. He was Did getting some... turn a mile on this thing. It was like it was like in the backyard, like fucking just big tufts of grass. Just pure balls. Yeah, um, Stark well. would take three for forty-one to show that retirement's just around the corner. Ross, 
Um, so the Aussies would have a bat. They would make 218 off just over 50 overs. Thanks to Gins man, Travis Head. King Travis. Who would make almost a run of ball 92 before fucking it up. What a fucking loser. Going out for 92. Fuck me. Uh, Rabada <laughs> would do the damage, taking four for 76. And big old two tall Marco Jansen would get three for 32. Dirty he Jansen. Very, very good, Mr. Jansen does. He took a wicket with his first ball, didn't he? And then in the second he, dig, he took a wicket in his yeah. first ball again or he's, something? He's something else altogether, that bloke. He's got a twin brother who's bigger and quicker, but injured, apparently. Is it like the Morkles? Okay. Must be. Yeah. yeah. So uh, South Africa would have a second bat. They would get rolled for 99. Uh, Zaya Zondo would get 36 not out. He battled away. Like, he's not the world's best bat, but he had he tried to do the right thing and stick around. Unfortunately, not too many other blokes felt the same way. Um, Pat Cummins would get five. For, well, good captaincy. He was on, he was on four and brought himself on for the tail. So, well done yep. there. Um, and our man, Scotty Boland, would take two for 14 to keep up his second inning dominance. <laughs> uh, so, the Aussies would go out. They would need 35 to win and would just fucking lose four wickets doing it because, you know, why the fuck not? Um, Steve Smith would top score with six and Marnus would get five not out in the chase. <laughs> Um, so Rabada will get four for, will get all four of those wickets, four for 13 Jeez. in the second innings. So speaking, speaking of our man, David Warner, that dismissal in that first Australian innings, he absolutely pooped his fucking pants yes, and took his hand off, closed his eyes and fended it to fucking short, uh, leg. It was a good catch at short leg. It was a very good yeah. catch. So it was a very, very good catch. But he pooped his fucking pants. If that prick thinks he's going to fucking England, he might have another fucking thing coming. Because at the rate he's going, he might not go to fucking Sydney, let alone fucking England. So This is good, Mick. I like this. 101 and out, isn't it? That's it. If he, if he had any smarts about him, he would fucking definitely consider Sydney being his own yeah. test. And then also... And being done. Yeah, he could play the rest of the season for the Sydney Thunder. That's it. I think he's on the captain now. He can, he can, he can, he can maybe play his fourth BBL game. People love to talk about him like he's this big BBL legend. The cunts played three fucking games. That's amazing. He made a ton in one game, and the other two he made fifty combined. That's what he's fucking done. He's done nothing to support the local. T20 competition the way people think. He plays, fair enough, he plays white ball cricket. I will give him that. The minute he's not playing white ball cricket, he does not play in the BBL and he goes chases money in the IPL. Stop telling me how fucking good you are, Dave, and how much you love Australia when you do not care. You will turn into fucking like Warney and like fucking Bing Lee and all this. The minute you retire like Matty Hayden, you will be over there giving them far more fucking back into their fucking game than you will in ours. So get off your high horse, you little midget cunt, and fuck off. Yes, Alex. All right. Good uh, impromptu rant there, Mick. I oh, love I've it. I've had enough of him. I'm up fucking here with him. Bullshit. Speaking of water, I have a solution to this. This entire problem. He wants to be captain. Uh, murder people, mate. Australian, uh, Australian uh, Fortescue Medals Board don't want to make him captain. Here's a solution. Net captain. <laughs> of the Australian side. Uh, Can you please six minutes, please? Uh, water. Yeah. Pat up now, man. Six more minutes. Pat up now, man. Thanks. Yeah, get on you. Need to get to your own time, man. It's <laughs> very good. Uh, interesting that um, Dave Warner. I looked at his stats the other day, Mick, which is very yes. interesting. And um, he doesn't do well in India or England. Averages mid twenties in both. 
So yeah. next two test tours are India, then England. So maybe you just, yeah, have a rest and um, not bother going and just freshen himself up for the one-day World Cup in October next year. Yeah, what do you yeah, reckon? As, as vice-captain. So. Yeah, as vice-captain. Net <laughs> captain. Net <laughs> captain. <laughs> If I said to you, Michael, at the end of the century, Satan visits New York in search of a bride. It's up to an ex-cop who now runs an elite <laughs> security outfit to stop him. What would that be? Oscar worthy. That, yeah. that, would, be, that would be the multi-Oscar winning Arnold Schwarzenegger-led end of day. Uh, is, it, is it Arnold Schwarzenegger's last ever shift too? Is that, it, has, is it, has, it, has, it has the fantastic scene where Gabriel Byrne as the devil takes a piss that lights on fire and blows up a car. Now, ah, that, if that ugh. doesn't win your best picture, nothing ever Why will. Why would yeah, you want to watch it? You, you need Beautiful to watch this fucking movie. Uh, uh, Dave Warner in England, talking about devil's piss, uh, 13 tests, <laughs> 25 innings, top score of 85, average of 26. Yep. In India, 8 tests, 16 innings, top score of 71, average of 24. So basically, across England, India, in uh, 21 tests, he averages 25 with no tons. So bully to him. He's only ever made six tons outside Australia and three in South Africa, one in UAE and two in Bangladesh. So he he likes it in South Africa. He averages uh, 63 in South Africa, 59 in UAE. What is is South Africa? Mm -hmm. Closest well, to Australian conditions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think he's welcome there again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yes. But yeah, so um yeah, so since obviously since this test, every man and the dog has come out saying the pitch wasn't good enough. Um it's hard to argue that point that it was good enough when this is happening. Yeah. Um, oh, back to the results. Sorry, Australia win by six wickets. Gins man, Travis Head man of the match. Oh, finally. Um, so one of the people to really get stuck into us was Verinda Saywag, who said... Oh, he went off the fucking... Yeah, 142 Probably. overs, not even lasting two days, and they have the audacity to lecture on what kind of pitches are needed. Had it happened in India, it would have been labelled end of test cricket, ruining test cricket, and whatnot. The hypocrisy is what mind-boggling. It is coming from you, Verinda. That hypocrisy is mind-boggling. <laughs> yes, Dave. It wouldn't have happened in India because there was fucking grass on it. <laughs> oh, also, the fucking outfield. Yes, <laughs> really good hypotheticals going on there. Yeah. They have been so. Who's they? Who are you talking about? No, oh, just anyone. And mm. also, they, they would have done this if this happened. Yeah. How the fuck do you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's a, shit, it's a shit pitch it, because it, I think because it divoted as opposed to just being green. Yeah. Because it That was a note from a few of the other people like Pat Cummings, Marnus and all that who had comments and yeah. Steve Smith was the biggest issue was that when it was hitting the pitch it was creating divots which means yeah. even though it's green it's also not fucking hard. In the first session it did that more. too. Yeah. Uh, well, also, I think um, it was La Nina's fault wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> yes. It's yeah. Good could sca- escape go to that one. Yes, yes, uh, Also, uh, Mitch Stark broke a record. Yes. Oh, footmarks. So yeah, I was going to say the footmarks. It took his third ball of the innings to the first day of the pitch room to complain about the footmarks on the 
uh, left hand side, right hand side of the pitch. <laughs> Normally it's two balls, so good on him, bully to him. Uh, and in his second record he broke was not really a record; he just hit a milestone with an absolute fucking jaff, an unplayable <laughs> pill. Jesus fucking Christ! It nearly it turned square off a hundred and fifty k an hour thunderbolt half volley. That's how you know it was an amazing pill. But if old yeah. mate hadn't Shane Watson it, it might have just hit him on the pad instead of t- knocking his fucking stumps over. I don't reckon you could hit it. I don't think it's, it's possible. Been, I'm not saying you could hit it, but his yeah. foot went like straight down left oh, stump. Yeah, yeah. created the gap. Like, like I think one like one of our mates was saying in the chat, Tim was saying it should have been LB, not bold. Like his mm. foot should actually at least gone near the fucking ball. Yeah. But anyway, but oh, it was a interesting pill. And it's good to hear that uh, Mitch Stark will achieve that before Ross retires him in about a month's time. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting to um, <laughs> note there that uh, he's been actually doing quite well, uh, Mitchell Stark, involved well in Adelaide third too. Test. Third yeah, test. and so he's done three tests in a row now. And what we knew from when Australia lost the unlosable test series to India a few years ago, that uh, he tails off severely, generally speaking, yes. across the fourth and fifth tests of an Australian summer. So... If they're looking at Boland versus Hazelwood for the next spot, if they're actually doing a bit of, um, what are they like calling it, money ball. Yeah, yeah. 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 A, a good decision. Oh, it's money ball. Oh, it's yeah, money yeah, ball. And it's Desperate. Nah. This is kind of funky. It's not what we normally do. It's money ball. I know we're not talking about it yet, but if Boland doesn't play at the G, honestly, they, I don't should, want burn, to say it they like should burn the fucking down. joint down. I don't want to make threats in a public forum. But reckon, yeah, if if they don't play him, I reckon someone should run out with a metal bucket full of sand and oh him. yeah, <laughs> clock George Bailey in the head during the warm up. Fucking slips catches. You see George Bailey trying to fade the heat today. Going there is two Victorian selectors, so if he doesn't get picked, it's not just my fault. Oh, oh <laughs> preempting the yeah. disappointment. Nah, but it should be. It's, oh, I'm actually serious about this. I know that, you know, they won't want to do it. Professional sport is about making hard decisions, and it's also about a squad. Um, squad play. mentality, Ross. You it know, shouldn't play. We know I he think... can't get through five to... I want, unless something's different. Maybe in previous summers, they've been hiding his lack of fitness for some reason. These have been short fucking tests, in fairness. Yeah. yeah, I was just about to say that. I think it's two days, so maybe we'll die on the ass in the probably, second innings of the Across these test. three tests, he's probably had the bowling load of one proper test. <laughs> no, yeah. like, let's say two. Let's say two. It's probably they've been, they've been pretty short. Um, yeah, I think he should skip Boxing Day. Come back to Sydney. Hoorah! You know he's so, right. You're a brave man to drop Scotty Bowl, and that's all I'll fucking say. My, yeah, my opinion is Hazelwood's out of the team. Therefore, play a couple of Shield games. Get back into the team, you dog. <laughs> Go play for the Thunder, mate. Mate, yeah, you're not entitled right. to your fucking position, you dog. The Thunder yeah. needs, and you'll be right. Fuck, just because he's from New South Wales. Am I right, boys, or what? Yeah. 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 Bloody Bowling was from New South Wales. We've played 300 tests by now. Scott Boland should have been playing consistently since he's six for seven. In my oh, opinion. yeah, exactly. Mm. He hasn't dropped out of any form whatsoever. He's been in form the entire time and he's missed what, four or five tests. And then yeah, they do that shit thing they do to the everyone. They put him in every squad so he doesn't play state cricket. He doesn't yeah. do anything else. He just fucking runs the water. It's a testament to his professionalism that he's never been out of form or dragged over the coals like this. The treatment of it is deplorable. It is interesting just getting, yeah, they're obsessed with the Fab Four. Yeah, they're completely obsessed with it. It's like every time one of them misses, it's like the like I know the media's not the team, but they go like a crisis. Yeah. Oh, Hazelwood's out. Oh, hang on, oh, this happened twelve months ago. 
no, high school could say. High school could say. They're both like six for seven. Not fucking Glenn McGrath. Like fucking hell. Yeah, I know. He's like, they're all good. He's replaceable. It's been fucking proven. Like they're all very good. They're all very good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but, there's nothing wrong with it. So there's, bowler, there's no, there's no issue with with too. being the um, first picked uh, bowlers, but yeah. you don't have to have a bloody... And the other thing, I um, I don't know, I assume Pat Cummins was fit for the Gabba, but um, that you don't have to obsess about make that, you know, you know, oh, we've got to get him back on the park quickly or that. I mean, I think we've shown you Ness and Boland and um, Jay High Richardson, if he ever gets back into contention and even... Um, Maury Monster, he could be a goer yeah. too. Yeah. Monster, I think they just this whole idea that we've only got eleven quality test plays is just fucking bullshit. Like, yeah. Carrying Marcus Harris because uh, they're just ready for Warner to fall on his sword. Harris is in. That's why he's in the squad all the time. They don't have a middle order player in the squad. No, that's it. Everyone, every, all the batsmen in the squad are fucking openers. And, like, King Trav's never going to fail again, and Cam Green's really tall, so we don't need middle-order bats in the squad, so. Before we move on, speaking of Cam Green, fuck me, he can take a catch that yeah, Has he dropped yeah. one yet? Oh, some of the catches he's taken this summer have been amazing. Like, it's fucking... He's a fucking good Gully Fields person, isn't he? Yeah, he's, and he's good at running blokes out, too. Oh, yeah. that run out of, of Cam, I mean, of fucking Trav yeah. Hebb was so good. Yeah. <laughs> we down a treat in Adelaide. As a bloke who's a very good at running people out, having run out my skiver for a diamond duck to this year. Ooh. Um Ooh. pretty good. Pretty fucking good. <laughs> Professional opinion. Pretty good. <laughs> professional opinion. <laughs> what yes. profession are you giving that I'm, I'm a professional runner out of her. Ten bucks per run out. <laughs> we've picked the eyes out of that, I think. Um oh, so yes. we're gonna talk a little bit of domestic cricket. We'll start with Roscoe. He's got a bit of Shield and Marsh. And then, I I'll, then I'll talk a little BBL. And then uh, we'll have a little local cricket. All right, All right. so over to you, Roscoe. I'm not going to bother with Marsh Cup because no one cares. <laughs> just a <laughs> uh, quick, quick final look at David Warner's stats. He's played eight ODIs in India. He's made two tons. He Highest score of 128, not out, and averages 55.85 at a strike rate of 99. So, statistically, one no, day cricket in... In fairness to their ODI decks are very different to their test decks. Oh, yeah, yeah. But just, just saying that yeah. he would be a good pick for the one-day World Cup coming up, but not a very good pick for the next two test series coming up, based on Moneyball ideas. Yeah, yep, doing something a bit different. Yeah, a bit funky, a little bit Moneyball. All right, we move on to the world's greatest sporting competition, that is the Sheffield Shield. Sad <laughs> right. dog. lost it. Any, any comp that has Todd Murphy in it, it's got to be considered. They're calling Todd Murphy, well, actually, they called Lionel Messi the Todd Murphy of football. Did you know that? <laughs> I have heard that. I've heard that before. Yeah, I did hear that. I saw Craig Fonzie Foster said that on the coverage, I think. <laughs> He was crying at the time when he said it. He's absolutely bawling his eyes out. water just emerging all over his face. And he said, "He stubbed his toe coming onto the um, to the set." That's why large white loafers and no sock got in the way, and he hurt his toe. Uh, He said, "If only Messi wore glasses, so he could look a little bit more like Todd Murphy." Alrighty. 
Ah, with um, that in front of us and behind us, we move now <laughs> to South Australia versus Tasmania, which was down at the home of cricket in the Apple Isle, Hobart. And um, Jake Weatherall made a ton. Our man, my man, Nathan McSweeney, who I've been banging on about for a while, he made 118. 329, South Australia. Our mate, Pierre, 4 for 59. Tassie, Get the test side. nothing to talk about there. All out one fifty. Um, Brendan Doggett, the um, Queenslander who got in the car and drove to South Australia, four for twenty-one. So it's mighty fine by him. South, South Australia's second time. Daniel Drew made ninety-two, which was Daniel Drew two thirty-six. Jacko Bird four for forty-eight. Good on him. And your man, Alex Jared Fatty Freeman. Oh. Three for 46. Yes, that's it. Back in form. <laughs> Nathan Lyons' yeah. replacement when he gets too old. I just had a quick look through the scorecard and I couldn't see anywhere. Uh, ben Manetti, he played. So no spot there for Lloyd Pope, unfortunately. Again. So no, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Tassie was the, the best, uh, small total of 417 runs to achieve a victory and fell just 209 runs short, reaching 208 all-out. Best was your man, Jared Freeman, bowled by Minetti to 52. <laughs> Top score. Well done yeah, to him. Like man can, of the match. Yeah, he can walk off his head held high saying, what the rest of you do, eh? Yeah. Sort of style. Wezzo, 4 for 32. Minetti, just that one. Good on him. So Nathan McSweeney was a player of the match for that ton. Donovan Koch was there as umpire. Okay. South Australia, 8.29 points. Tasmania, yeah. one. Exactly one. Oh, so, filled the well team shared out correctly. Yeah. Good to be that, diligent. Um, that was a three-day gain, that one, um, which is relevant because one of the others was shorter than that. Wow. Yeah, we move now to the 18th match of the season, 2022-2023. It was in Brisbane. It was on December the 1st to the 4th, but it did not go the general. At the Gabba or not? Uh, or AB at, Park? It was at the ground called Allen Border Field, Allen Border Ovals in Sydney. because he's Where's Allen Border Park? No, I don't know. Probably somewhere else. Probably Sydney because he's from yeah. there. Yeah, Queensland sweet. had a go first, 295 for six. Interesting, Jack Clayton hit wicket bold. Maury Morris. There you so, go. Yeah. And just a close watch there on Lance. He bowled second change, two for 61 off 18, five no balls. So probably doesn't bowl him in a test match, I'd say. Most yeah. likely, yeah. Yeah, no yeah I'd say that too, Ross. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. What was good the score? Stuff. Yeah, 295 for six. Thank you. Western Australia, hey, at a bat. Cameron Bancroft, 164, not out, carried his bat in a declared innings of 427 for seven. So good on wow. him. Wish yeah. him all the best. Yeah. Doing it. yeah, my man, Karinda Sandu, three for 80 off 40 overs. Well done, you. 14 maidens, if you don't mind. 14 maidens. 14. It's Jason Holder like. Yeah, it is. And uh, Queensland second innings, I don't know, what were they, 200 down or something? Not quite. No, yeah, don't know, mate, can't confirm. Yeah. <laughs> 130. <laughs> they, they had a bit of uh, froth and bubble there. They were seven for 97. And it was just uh, Jack Clayton with 37 not out. And my man Gorinda with a 22 down the bottom who saved him from real strife when they were seven for 76. They were six for 34, in fact. Looked like pretty West Australia were going to come away with the chockies. But instead it was a draw. So suck shit, dickheads. Uh, Cameron Bancroft, man of the match. Ben Trelaw and Bruce Oxenford were on the um, counters. Fuck, Queensland, 
Queensland, 1.94 points. How did they get more points than they lost the game? No idea. Western Australia, 1.91. Yeah. First day was washed out, so that was a bit unlucky for WA. I feel they were stiffed there in the points. But anyway, no one knows how it works, so you can't really be stiffed if you don't understand it. Ross, mm. um, some people I've seen um, in the media and stuff are asking the question, can Garinda Sandu become the world's next best um, all-rounder? And oh, other right. people are answering no. So. <laughs> I haven't come uh, other across people that. or all the people? Well, just just other people. The people that um, Saywag was referring to. Oh, uh, they, yeah, see, yeah. the chat I'd heard Hypothetical people are saying mm. no. The chat I'm angry at them saying no about it. This hypothetical those, I made up. Mm, all those beat scribes who follow the shield from city to city for the summer. Yeah, you know, beat poets. Yeah. Beat, no, beat scribes. They, have, they, they follow the tracks. Clicking. Wearing yeah, like just, bowler hats and shit. Yeah, that's it. Little yeah. press. Hanging out in coffee, coffee clubs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, shut up. Garinda. Well, no, the chat, the chat amongst them was, uh, yeah, could Garinda become the next great Australian all rounder? Yeah. And when they're asking people, the people's reply was, who? Yeah. <laughs> Alan Ginsberg did a little thing about him too, I think. Did he? Yeah, he's a beat uh, poet. And... Oh, right. Good on him. Yeah, I'm in the wrong podcast. Yeah, this is a good result because everyone else has been saying it. Now I finally realised it. New South Wales. Shut up, Ross. There it goes. Hang on. Whoa. Come back here, Sharp. Okay. This is a good one. This is the 16th match of the Sheffield Shield season 2022 slash 2023. It was held in Melbourne at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. Melbourne Cricket Ground, you said. Put it in. December 1 to December 4. And uh, this was good because Victoria won by 69 runs. Oh, yes. yes. Meal for two. That's it. And uh, Will Sutherland was man of the match. That's uh, the match, sorry. Yeah, because he made 39 runs. Yep. Yeah, that's good. That's all right. But then he that's took a... four for 57 and five for 58. So nine right. for 115. So that's pretty good. Yeah, I think he deserved it. Yeah. Our man, actually, Chandra Saker, he made zero. Oh, Chandra Singer, sorry, zero off nine balls. So that's good. He started, he's really peaked early in his um, first class career. Now he's just plumbing. Yeah. Is this the Lloyd game Pope Elliot played, or have we already covered that one in the previous podcast? Uh, yeah, Sam Elliott's playing in this one. He played in the other one too, I think. Yeah. yeah. Good on him. Yeah. So Vicks were underwhelming. They made 209, thanks mainly to Will Sutherland's 39 and Sam Harper 39 as well. Yeah. Interesting, Sam Harper back at seven. Mm. Yeah, and, too um, high. Yeah, Will Sutherland at six. Yeah. That's probably more like it. Will Sutherland's a far better bat than Harper. Harper should get out of the side, Trev Dean really? style, in my okay. opinion. I'm not a huge fan of him at noticeable, all. Notable this game, because Adam Zampa played, which I think is his first game in three years or something. Oh. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and he took three for 57 in the Ooh, first dig. And the other test, he, test. he was falling in tandem with Chris Green, you know, the model who played. Oh, for yeah. Yeah. And he hadn't played one for about three years as well, if at all. Maybe this is his debot. Um, he certainly played a um, Ryobi Cup game a couple of weeks ago, Chris Green, which is his first time since 2018 or something. Ryobi anyway, Cup, wow. Uh, what are they called? The Marsh, Marsh. Marsh. Marsh One Day Cup, yeah. Right, yeah, first things, Moises Henriquez, batting at four, made 97. Stiff shit, dickhead. And, um, what a rolled... fucking loser. <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell. 
<laughs> Who fucking didn't even make a hundred? Yeah. Fuck. It rolled for 260, which sounds shit, but it was 51 more than Victorian. Todd Murphy, a.k.a. the Little Master, 344. Yeah, <laughs> 344. Right. Victoria, second innings. Well, Ashley Chandra Singer made a little bit better. 26 this time. And Trav Dean, your mate, in 46. And uh, Nick Madison, 40. And Campbell Callaway, who I think it might have been his D-bot or his um, second. I think but, second. Yeah, he made 81. Oh, that's against the Saffers in a tour game, yeah. too. Now, is this the one where half the Vic team got concussed and had to leave the game? I think it is because yeah, it is. Matthew Short batted next, then Will Sutherland, then Fergus O'Neill, then Sam Elliott made 26, and Ruantha Kalapotha was five not out, batting at 10. So good on you, Ruantha. See the Sri Lankan um, chap that got in, got carded, then got dropped? Mm-hmm. Like Probably. they debuted yep. like early in the season. Yeah, like, so the, I think you're right. The Vicks made 283. Sam Elliott had to retire hurt as well. Yeah. yeah dropping like flies. Anyway, um, no one bowled particularly well for um, New South Wales. None for 49 or 16, Adam Zampa. Mm, worrying trend. So they only need 233 to win New South Wales, and they only made 163. Oh, dear. Uh, concerning Adam Zampa did make 24, though, not out. Uh, pick of the bombers was obviously Todd Murphy with 4 for 42. We mentioned Sutherland, so that means that old Toddles has got uh, 7 for 7 wow. for um, 86. Well done, you. And um, Jack Presswich took none for 22. Yeah, the hammer cheese Presswich. Yeah, Jack Presswich. Was that his debut, for... I think? Or was that the oh, other oh. week as well? Yes, first-class debut to Jack Presswich as a replacement for Sam Elliott. Yeah. Yeah, and then Matthew Short came in for Sam Harper. What did he get hit in the bongo or something? Yeah, must have. So the question is... Rwanda Kalaposa, sorry, Mick, came in for John Holland. I don't know what John Holland did. Anyway. So the question with this with Zampa, you're saying he didn't get any wickets in the second inning, or he didn't get any. No. So is it it a case of that he's so good white ball because his control's so good and people have to attack him, but in longer format... You don't have to attack him. You can just wait and wait him out. Is that why maybe he's not as effective? Well, I think also he didn't have his rhythm in that second innings because he bowled three no balls. Oh, so. okay. It doesn't bowl three no balls. Yeah, Zampa. My yeah. God. Yes, over the head full tosses, but <laughs> <laughs> he bowled three over the head full tosses and didn't get yeah. um, dragged. Wow. No, because he's in. He's a slow bowler, so you can do that. You're allowed to. Ah, oh, yeah. I come in off a long run, but I'm classed as a slow bowler. I bowl That's 150 it. clicks. Yeah, but... Big Bob Stratford had his eye on that, and he said it was okay. Oh, Stratty. As a match referee. Yeah. If and anyone would know, it'd be Big I fucking Bob. trust Stratty. Yeah. Big bad Bob. Points. Victoria, 7.09. New South Wales, 1.6. Yes, shit, New South oh, Wales. It's a, a COVID sub. Ah, COVID sub oh, reminder for John COVID. Holland. COVID sub Matthew Shaw for Sam Harper. Concussion sub. Jack Presswich for Sam Elliott. Hanscom kept wickets. I was going to say, did Harper get sub um, COVID from Bucks' old misses? But that was the other keeper, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> what was his name? Seb Gotch. Yeah, Seb Gotch. That's it. Yeah, Gotch is the Gotch. The relationship is alleged. Alleged. Oh, alleged. COVID's real. Get real ready. Yeah. Okay. Let's have a look at, um, I believe it's coming soon. 
No. Oh, I didn't want that. Oh, shit. I want Sheffield Shield ladders. Here we are. No, I don't want international tours. Yeah, as a side note. <laughs> Neither do I, Ross. No. Give us the Shield ladder. <laughs> um, as a side note, I noticed it's always uh, interest to me, as you know, on this podcast I mentioned every year, is there, Chris, is there cricket on Christmas Day? Yes. Oh, so, we should yes. start a Twitter account. Is there yes. BBL? No. There's NBA. Oh. That doesn't count. It's not cricket. No, that's no, not cricket. That's basketball. So no. I don't see how it would oh, count. Sorry, the, the bats and the pads and the ball fucking confused me. Sorry. Well, Pete Siddle will be there watching it. That's the relevance. <laughs> with his hat on sideways like a fuck with. He loves United. Roddy, uh... Western Australia on top of the Shield table. Queensland second, Tasmania third, Victoria fourth, South Australia fifth, New South Wales still motherless last, no wins. Wow. I wish That's New South shame. Wales all the worst. I'd say it's um it's because it got six games down. I'd say it's a racing three now. Because uh, Western Australia on thirty three points and Queensland Tassie twenty two twenty one, Vic and South Australia sixteen fifteen, then New South Wales seven. No wonder oh, they sacked their coach. Who was it? Phil Mustard. No, Phil Jakes. Colonel Master. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. In, in the drawing room with a candlestick. Yeah. Well, uh, when's Jake. Rogers going to get sacked? For ah, just being soon. generally really fucking shit at his we're job. Winning, yeah. mate. Can't sack him when we're winning. He's not Justin Langer. He's not that big of a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets another year because he's nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Top wicket takers at the, uh, the two thirds break. Morris twenty seven at eighteen, Stackley twenty five at fifteen, Nisurf twenty four at fourteen, Top Run scorers Hanscom five hundred seventy one at eighty one, Bancroft four eighty three at fifty three, Tim Ward four hundred twenty one at forty two. <laughs> Who the fuck's so, Tim Ward? He doesn't. He has a picture of a black t shirt instead of his photo of his face. So, uh, okay. Tassi, Why would they pick a black t shirt? That seems a weird thing to put in the in place. Wow. Well, uh, the other interesting news there is that um, Tim Ward's an opener and Renshaw has proclaimed himself ready. Oh. Yeah, it says he's ready. He's uh, okay. made 491 first-class runs this season, average of 81.83. That seems pretty ready to me, actually. Yeah. I was going to give him shit, but that seems about right. <laughs> 81 and 100 out against the West yeah. Indies in the PMs 11. Yeah, that's so, that's ready for mine. Yeah, I think that's ready. He's ready. ready, set, go. Um. Uh, talking to AAP, uh, I am ready," said Renshaw. Okay. Mm. Oh, good. In, good. I don't quote. know. Uh, that, does that tour match against the West Indies didn't that have its first class status downgraded after they went yeah, to after the play test. test matches? Yeah. So. <laughs> I think so. And the answer to is there cricket on Christmas Day? I looked up because I know we're all big fans of the LPL, the Lincoln Premier League. Oh, oh my word! But the final. Is at one AM on Christmas Eve, twenty oh. fourth. Uh-huh. So that'll, night, that'll go in. Oh, no, 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 but no. It's, it's like if you started watching, you might turn on eleven thirty on the twenty third because it's yeah. at one AM on the twenty fourth, oh, yeah. on Christmas Day. But the good news is the second test, India versus Bangladesh in India, is across Christmas Day. Ah, oh, oh, And the best news is it's not on KO. <laughs> oh, that's even better news. What's it? Like... So, crick.hd is no, the only Raja Bet. Raja Bet, I think. Raja Bet, okay. No, you can't talk about those on the potty. No. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, the bloody Stephen Conroy, communications minister, takes off air. <laughs> he listens. I know he does. I think I wish he would. <laughs> <laughs> what, listen All or right. take, I'll take us off air? I take see. us off air. Yeah. Got it? Um, I, do, I get it now. 
All right, Mick, we've got another 45 minutes of BBL. What have we got? Yeah, Let's nah. go. So we'll run through it quickly. There's only been seven BBL matches. And I'm only going to get into Every so number gonna, on each of the scorecards will be read out. We're just going to talk about a few blokes. We're going to talk about individuals because reality, that's all BBL cricket is about individuals. Absolutely. You're right, Mick. So, um, so we've kicked off in the last week or so. So uh, first came off the rank to get himself a big, decent score was Victoria's own, the boy from Ballarat, Matty Short, who's playing for the Adelaide Strikers. He'd make 85 from 53 and was fucking cutting them everywhere. Um, <laughs> and he also took an absolute screamer in that demolition of the thunder. In, I think it was about first slip, just straight up oh, back yeah. above his head. That was a ripper. So um, speaking of the demolition of the thunder, we've got the strikers, Henry Thornton. He took four for 20 against the Sixers in their first game and then took five for three against the thunder. So, so far this season, young Henry has... Oh, uh, nine for 23. So not bad. That's almost locking in the bowling award now, really. And like, and in that same game where they rolled him for 15, Wes Agar took four for six. So these two blokes, it's not like it's fucking like 160 Ks. They're two pretty just... Gobblers. Honest. Honest tries, I'd call them. 130 K or so bowlers. Like it's, it wasn't anything too scary. Five ducks in that Thunder 15. Um, so the Renegades would also get a win first up. Nick Maddinson make 87 from 49. They played the Heat. Um, oh, he would hit a reverse sweep, switch hit, whatever you want to call it, for six. Fucking amazing. Always impressive. I don't care what anyone tells you. I don't care who the player is. I don't care what the competition is. If you see a bloke hit a reverse for six, it is always fucking yeah. impressive. Yeah. Um, Renegades import Akil uh, Hussain. You get three for 15 with the pill in that match as well. But it was Joe Clark, who I think is an Englishman, who's uh, boy. playing for the Melbourne Stars. He played a few runs last year, but he would score the very first ton of BBL 12 when he would score 101 of 66 rocks against the Hurricanes and would help the Stars pick up a win there. Uh, per, it's per scorches, we get past Sydney Sixers, thanks to 55 from Aaron Hardy. And the four for nine from Johai Richardson. That game was on the other night. Oh, uh, last hard. night, the Renegades kept up their undefeated season of two wins. Um, yes. Dynasty. 70 not out from 43 rocks. He needed, I think, 11 off the last over or something like that and hit the first ball straight down the ground for six. Just flat yes. bat, bang, see you later. So um, they would pass the score with one pill to win. Thunder got off to a very blessed start as Riley Russo was given out LB, but tried to run. So Kane Richardson, the old cold drip Kane, the barista, threw it in, ran him out direct hit. But because the ump had given him, the run out doesn't count. Uh, of course it doesn't. It. Oh. They was out twice, but not out in fucking one Yeah, ball. good. So, That's a good trivia question. Well, we for that one. Um, and as we talk, the Hurricanes are currently playing the Scorchers. When I flicked it off before, um, Wadey had just made 50 of them, got out, and the Hurricanes have fallen in a bit of a hole and losing all their wickets. Um, so we're going to touch um, – I just want to talk a little bit about the Thunders 15. They all got they got rolled for the other night. As I mentioned, five ducks, top score of four, I think it was, or extras might have got nine or something like that. Um, so – Lowest score ever in the history of what is considered organised, like that level of, say, for lack of a better term, first class or above level T20 cricket. 
Thunder versus the Strikers, Sydney, 2022, 15 all out is the lowest score ever. They beat the previous low score of 21, which was against the top cricket nations of Turkey, where they got rolled by the Czech Republic in 2019. Uh, Some other great names on this list. We had Lesotho versus Uganda in Mm -hmm. 2021, where Lesotho got rolled for 26. Turkey again got rolled for 28 by Luxembourg oh. in 2019. They're having a poor tournament because these were both at the same venue. So I assume it was a tournament between, I assume it's a Pavel level tournament where it's like the internationals, but they're really not internationals. Yeah. Um, Thailand got rolled by Malaysia for 30 earlier. Not our boys. Uh, Mali got rolled by Rwanda for 30. Rwanda. Um, and Mali got rolled by Kenya for 30. So the Thunder in some fucking esteemed company there in their uh, horribleness of getting rolled for sweet fuck all. So um, that beat the previous low, lowest score ever by BBL side, which I think was the Renegades. They got rolled for like 30 something, 37 or something yeah. like that. So there is, a, there is a record, thankfully, the Renegades do not own anymore. So that's where we're at BBL-wise. I think Sixers and the Renegades are at the pointy end, undefeated. Uh, no, Sixers haven't won a game, sorry. They're at the other end. Someone else is at the top. Maybe the Thunder. No, they can't because they, lost, they only got robbed for 15. Someone else is up the fucking Won't top. Won't matter because the, the Renegades are there. So that's all Renegades that matters. Renegades are there, and that's all that matters. Even so, though I haven't watched the game all fucking BBL. I've watched a few this time around. So have you? Guys, I was saying earlier to Alex, there's a... There's a you're getting good bowling, but you're getting blokes making scores. So it's a little mm. bit more even, so it's a little bit easier to watch this time. Yeah. So, um, Got rid of those stupid fucking rules this time. Maybe that's helping. Power me. surge is still there. Yeah. Oh, I okay. like the power surge, but because it creates boundaries and it creates a bit of excitement. Yeah. But um, yeah. So and Brian Lara's on the bo- is on. I was on the telecast nearly every second night, so it's hard to go wrong. With that. Oh, that's good. So. Um, all righty, so from there we'll talk a bit of local cricket. So uh, we've got a few bits and pieces that have happened around the traps. Um, so I'll start off with Kira Holmes from the Valley District Cricket Club. She made 132 the other day, so well done to her. Um, next up, we've got Javi Khan from the Melbourne Eagles Cricket Club. I'm not sure what comp they're in, but um, he oh, made Eagles. 301 not out to make the first triple century of the summer. Oh, good on him. 24 <laughs> fours and 36s. 36s. playing at home. That is about 200-odd runs in boundaries alone. Yes. Um, so there's also, we had a double ton. Jordan Perkish of the Pegs Cricket Club, Pegs Creek Cricket Club, made 266 of 137 balls. He hit 23 fours and 18 sixes to get 266. A few more sixes, he would have got 300 as well. So, um from there, we move to the Gordon Women's Cricket Club, where they had a 100... No, not 100. Retract that. They had a 466-run opening undefeated oh, partnership. Jesus. That's so they rough. had Olivia Callahan, the skipper. Of course, you open yourself. She got 200 not out uh-huh. from 165 rocks. She hit 35 fours and a six. Strike rate of 121. She was... um. Joined at the crease by Asni Bahanga, who got 196 not out, missed out on her double ton. She oh. placed 144 balls and hit 27 fours at a strike rate of 135. Not bad going. Fucking hell. What yes, a day in the field. Yes, David. Uh, I found the Melbourne Eagles. I don't know what comp they're in, but they're based in Cranbourne North yeah. and formerly known as the Pakistan Eagles Cricket Club. Uh. So, there you go. There we go. 
Uh, so next up, we've got Holly Toms from the Sydney Cricket Club. She made 103 not out of 119 balls with 19 fours. Uh, Jordan Crick of the Carina Cricket Club took 10 for 49. Oh, love it. <laughs> overs. Took all 10 wickets, young Jordan. Did well done to him. And lastly, and definitely not leastly, we have got Timothy Spear. Of, Spearing. Yes, of the St. Arnold Cricket Club up in the uh... Valley. They were playing the Southern Mallee Giants. Uh, Timothy took a hat trick, which you know, few people, people take hat tricks. It's not really, yep. again, not really that big of a deal. Yeah, we've all done it. Timothy is seventy four years old. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Far <laughs> out, mate. Getting his arm over three times and, is good um, enough for a fucking. The clap. photo of me looks pretty good for seventy four. If I look like that at seventy four, I'll be shocked. But anyway, yeah, right. Seventy four. Take a seat, a mate. It's yeah. all right. <laughs> I don't know what level of cricket it was, but assuming a comp that size is worst case, it's third grade. So I can't imagine got too many more grades than that. But yeah. well done to Timothy, who finishes off our local cricket for this episode. Get another hobby, Timothy. <laughs> Lawn bowls is an option, mate. Save your knees. I love how many games you played. It must be like six hundred or something. Got to be. be. Yeah. Imagine if he took it up at like 60. That'd be very funny. <laughs> he's played like 50 games. He's found like 130 clicks at 65. Dollars. Yeah, he took it up at 60, but still played for 14 years. Yeah. 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 Played he's, 200 he's, something left games. him at 60, so he needed something to do. So <laughs> when you say left him, it's a sad day. <laughs> oh, bring it down. Left him, <laughs> left him and this mortal coil at the same time. Oh, All right. Come on, so, Al. Uh, we're getting towards the pointy end of this podcast. Um, yeah. Aaron 15 going to get blue. <laughs> next up, we've got a bit of listener feedback. Does anyone have any? Uh, Take that as a no. Well, yeah. we haven't done any fucking podcasts for people to give yeah. feedback on. That's funny. Shit uh, Ross was walking around Adelaide at the test match the other day, and the new facilities are quite nice there, Michael. You'll have to go and experience them for yourself. He was walking around with his mid-off cricket podcast T-shirt on, and um, a bloke of the general public maybe had a couple of fizzes uh, before he'd come up to Ross, and he said... Aren't you blokes Victorian? Fuck off back to Victoria. So there's a listener feedback we caught. <laughs> and that was good. <laughs> Sounds about right. I yeah. <laughs> All righty. So I think that'll do us here for this um, episode. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And in the words of Wayne from Letter Kenny, Peter Patter, <laughs> let's get at her. All righty. See you all okay. later. Frederick Harold Sox is getting to Christmas. It's too late. You fucking missed the window. Uh, for fucking something else. All right. See you later. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. Some socks. That's, that's your best ending ever, Mick. That one. Peter Panna. What was it? Let's, Let's skedatter. Let's skedatter, not skedatter. <laughs>